Baylor football has found its quarterback of the future. Really far, really, really far in the future. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm the voice of the Anchorage Bucks, Drake Toll. That's the managing editor of Inside the Bears from Sports Illustrated, Cameron Stewart. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Uh, Cam, Baylor, Baylor's uh, got a new recruit. I don't know if Bears. you saw this. Adam Schobel, uh, t- class of 2025, meaning when he starts his first game for the Baylor Bears, you will be 30. Uh, likely with multiple children sure. and no hair. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely maybe, one of those is true. This is maybe the earliest commitment I have ever seen for Das Baylor Bears. He is he's young. He's got a lot of room to grow. Seven hundred days worth to be exact, but is definitely. a pretty a pretty big recruit out of the class of twenty twenty five. Just might be the only commit Baylor gets in that class for you know another year. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, he was born in 2007. <laughs> like, that's just a wild thing for me oh. to even conceptualize. Um, uh, but yes, he was born in 2007. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those deals, Drake, where everyone was excited on Twitter. I was excited on Twitter. I'm I'm typically not excited like on Twitter. I think you're too um, excited. Did you just jump the gun there? Is that what you're going for? I mean, we're all excited, and then it kind of sets in that it's like, well, this kid is not yet a junior in high school. No. So the way I kind of – because I don't want to be too negative about it. The way I've been thinking about it, Drake, is, look, we're ahead of everyone else. Ahead of everyone else, right? A lot can change in two years. A lot can change. Uh. We've seen that happen in two hours this year. But we're ahead of everyone else. Do you think Baylor has the number one recruiting class in the class of 2025 as the only team to have a recruit? I would love to see that, at least in the Big 12 depth charts. I would love to see that, Drake. Oh. Um, But especially quarterback, too. Especially quarterback, you do need to get ahead of these things, right? I mean, there were guys last year that they were looking at for 2024. So you do need to get ahead of it a little bit, especially at quarterback and especially what has happened to you at that quarterback position in the recruit on the recruiting trail in the last year or so. I'm going to say some names. Let's see what you think about these names that I say. Kyron drones. Remember him. Yeah. Patty, big fan. (laughs) Zach Pyron. Remember the name. Yeah. Remember that name. Jacob Zeno. Hell yeah. Gerald Bohannon. Yeah, I don't know if I mean if you ask ESPN, that's that's his name for sure. And Austin Novasad. Remember that name? Yeah. Any Basically. any commonalities <laughs> between the myriad of names that I just brought up to you? Hmm. <sighs> They all committed to Baylor at one point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. can tell you that much, brother. Yes. Uh, and none of them are Baylor Bears. By the right way. Now, correct. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Charlie Brewer's name 
also could have fallen squarely into that list, but I, I left him off. I'm not sure why. So I'm not going to say, I, I think Adam Schobel is going to go to Baylor. You know, look, I, I, I would love to have this kid on the show. and I'm sure he will be in the next couple of weeks. And I'd love to talk to him about his love for Baylor. This just feels like, like I, I want to know what a, what a call. Guy's a sophomore in high school right now. Yeah, I think that's just kids getting, I guess, overexcited is the way to put it, but excited. Like, look, can't knock the kid. You know, he isn't signing anything yet. Um, he clearly, he was at the camp last week, um, or visited Baylor, I should say. And you look at the offers, and they're all offers that you would get as a good a really good sophomore quarterback in three A yeah. football. And it's, you know, the Texas States and the UTSA, I think was another one. And so he clearly visited, liked it and was like, Hey, this is where I'm going. I think, look, I'm not going to say he's not going to go to Baylor, but I think his prospects are going to change in the next two years as well for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Houston has come along. Oklahoma I think he's just excited. To, yeah. I think he's just excited to say, I've got some interest. I I want to play at Baylor. There ba- yeah, of your like Baylor's your marquee in state school. The list of people who have given him the offer. You're you know close enough to home. Um, and, and all those guys, by the way, just a quick pause. All those guys you named did want to play at Baylor, and all of them but one uh, did. Or Pyron did. Pyron did. Pyron did. Yeah. Because um, remember, Austin Novosad was Diamond of the Rough, and and before that, the original Austin Novosad was yeah. Zach Pyron, yeah. who was the Diamond in the Rough. I forgot if you'd said Pyron or not. Yeah. So, and, and we know the Novosad thing probably isn't a knock on Baylor football per se. I think there was something else at play there uh, that might have swayed his decision. So, Baylor fans, you could take that and put it in your back pocket. They all wanted to play at Baylor. This kid is no different. Yeah. Right now, he wants to play at Baylor. And I wants look, to play for this coaching staff. I, I, and, it, I, and the interest has not been a problem for this coaching staff, by the way. No, no. Finishing the deal has been a bit of an issue with the quarterback position, but the interest has been there. And I, I, I'm going to reason with everybody. They're like, oh, look, we ba- good thing happens for Baylor. Of course, those guys think it's stupid. <laughs> no. And there are people that end up on my Twitter that I think the same thing about. To be That's fair not the case here. We're just, you know, everybody... I don't want to live in Rainbow Land. The uh, the quote, <laughs> the quote from the movie campaign. Clip that, man! Please clip that. Out of context. In June. Much. <laughs> Locked on Baylor. Out of context. <laughs> in June. Here we go again. I, it's not. It's the. I don't. I, there's this. It's a he quote from the campaign, like ten years ago, where this guy says, "I don't want to live in a fantasy world." He calls it Rainbow Land. It has nothing else to do with anything else. And Adam, I, I don't want to live in the fantasy world. This guy, Adam Schobel, is a really good quarterback. Six foot four, one eighty three. One day, Ohio State's going to call him. Oregon's going to call him. Alabama's going to call him. He's that good. Just saying, a commitment is not everything yet for a guy who's going to get a lot of really good looks, really good offers. So I'm excited. I'm glad he's committed to Baylor, holding things out because there is some news surrounding his family. Right, Cam? There sure is. There sure is. And it's one that would uh, probably curb your enthusiasm a little bit. Here's the fun part. Let him know. Oh, I thought you were going to. Uh, tag something there um so you we mentioned some of the offers he's gotten so far okay notably not on that list is tcu which is obviously very similar to baylor in terms of a school in terms of a program um obviously hotter and more momentum right now for sure um and a good quarterback coach at sunny dykes but had a guy drafted number one overall um that said his dad and his uncle 
example. Long NFL careers, by the way, multiple contracts. I think one was six years, one was eight years in the NFL. You know where they Where do they play? Don't call it Texas Christian, but TCU. Ooh! It's where they played. And I'm fixing to bet um, this kid was probably a TCU fan. Probably maybe still is up until yesterday or two days ago, whenever right. it was. Um, so there is something. That is not the seed that we needed in the back of our heads. It's going to be in the back of our heads now. It's never over until it's over in terms of these kids actually coming to campus, especially when the ties are there. We had the same issue with Novasad, remember? The A&M ties. Yes. And then he says no to that. We're like, this is in the bag. Home free. It wasn't. But TCU probably has not started recruiting their 2025 quarterback yet. It's my <laughs> guess. Um, they're probably uh. having their camps this month like every other team has. And I have a feeling this kid is probably on their radar. Yeah. And, and, and as you mentioned, other schools are going to have him on his radar. Did Novasad get to five stars for his rating? I don't. I think he was just off. Okay, because he became. I'm top. thinking if if he is a five star guy, then then Schobel, as he progresses, as long as he doesn't get hurt, is on that path. Already yeah. three star, three star, four star from some outlets as a sophomore. So I mean, his numbers are really impressive. He's going to be on a lot of teams' radars come 2025 next summer for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's here's the deal. <clears throat> There's a lot of we keep being like wow the situation. It's about Western Virginia, Drake. Here's the situation. Um, you could say Baylor quarterback, the the like Sean Bell guru, Dave Aranda, Jeff Grimes. These guys are getting in early, but you mentioned it. It's the whole closing the deal thing that hasn't hadn't really come along yet. Been a lot of guys who come in and be like, yeah, I want to play for Baylor, and then not. Uh, or just not done it for four years. It, are we getting close to the point where you can say that QB recruiting at Baylor is it a pretty tumultuous scenario right now? That's the question, Cam. And the other question is where do you do your sports betting? Is it FanDuel? Because it should be. FanDuel's the number one sponsor. Sponsor. It's the number one sports book of the NBA and the NFL and all the other stuff that exists. FanDuel is my favorite place to go when I want to. <laughs> there's, there's its logo in the top right of the screen. Um, that's what I was supposed to click today for you to see. Can't you see it? FanDuel is the number one sports book in America. I love to go see sports books. It's my favorite thing to do. Some people like to collect stamps. Some people like to go to national parks. I like sports books. Um, and my favorite is FanDuel. You can get promotions every day, safe and secure app. There's an app to download the FanDuel app. You get $2,500 on a no sweat first bet. You make a bet, it doesn't hit. You get $2,500 in free play. Nobody else is going to do that for you. Nobody else is going to give that to you except for FanDuel. It's the number one sports book. You can bet on the NBA playoffs right now. I think they're still going on. All at the FanDuel sports book. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. Get a no sweat first bet up $2,500. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. I got to figure this thing out. Cam? Drake. I gave you all those names, man. You did. I Pyron, and, <laughs> Pyron and Novosad are the ones. All right. It's so many names in literally the last three years. That's seven guys in the last three years. If if you include Brewer, eight, something around, some, somewhere around there. 
does that, do you feel like we're at a point where somebody's just got to call a timeout? Where Frank Fleming, Frank the Tank, we just got to give him a timeout he here. Time out, man. If he was a oh. Baylor fan, oh, oh my God. Yeah, they'd love us a lot more. I'll tell you that. 100%. They would realize that we are not as pessimistic as people think. <laughs> the amount of quarterbacks that have said, yeah, I'll be a Baylor Bear, and then just not or not done it for a while. It, should we be alarmed? Because this number is getting pretty big. Alarmed is probably a step too far. I'll only say that because it's happening at other schools too. Um, yeah, okay. Especially, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, we won't get too much into it, but a school like Baylor within the, in the NIL era, until they adjust, it's, it's going to be a, an uphill battle. And even when they adjust, it's an uphill battle. Um, and we both, I put it in writing, used the term panic button after Novosad's decommitment in December. And it was and it's still not in great shape this quarterback room um as much as we're all behind the Sawyer Robertson train and how much we love that that commitment it was more out of we love that commitment because we needed it so bad oh look I'm still conducting the Blake train um but it's not in terrific shape right now um you have a guy in Robertson who is still young and you don't know uh how familiar he is with this playbook yet or at least we don't and then you've got uh, your guy from Northern Arizona who played at Northern Arizona. And so it's it's not the best situation right now. Tumultuous, I think, is the word to use before the break. I think that's a little bit better um, in terms of like it's not on solid ground. But we talked about TCU earlier. They got a big commit last year from a kid who had just finished his sophomore season, quarterback from Midland Legacy, Marcus Davila, guy I saw play a lot live. Uh, really good player, good prospect still, because he's entering his senior season, by the way. Um, committed last year to TCU, and right now he is a commit to the Purdue Boilermakers. Things change, man. Things change, and it's not just at Baylor. Um, and he's still got a whole season left for those prospects to go up. So is it great? No, it's not fantastic uh, in terms of your future right now, especially missing out on Walker White, a 2024 quarterback from Little Rock who you were kind of late in the game on, um, but still were at the podium. That Baylor hat was at the podium with him. He committed to Auburn. So <clears throat> it's not terrific. It's not. Um, but it's not the end of the program, especially with how much you can attract guys in the in the portal. Not just lose guys in the board. What what is your Mount Rushmore of Baylor quarterbacks? You think just in like a, this should be a whole show, right? Me personally, just... yeah. Mm. Well, I have to give the edge to guys who start game one of the season. So those first two are going to be Jalen McClendon and Anu Solomon. Um, Griffin definitely makes that. Like, of course, of course. Um, and then you know, being a China Spring, basically China Spring employee, I got to say Sean Bell. You could go uh, RG3, right, is yeah. is probably going to make your Mount Rushmore. Probably. Do you go with Bryce Petty? Bryce Petty. Well, I, you know, I was thinking that, but everyone on Twitter told me he wasn't as good as Max Duggan. So <sighs> that's tough. You know what? Maybe I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with Bryce Petty. Seth Russell. Does Seth Russell crack it? And then Sean Bell or hmm. J.J. Joe? Uh, for what it's worth, I I don't want to uh, burn any bridges with Sean Bell, but I'd put J.J. Joe and Cody Carlson ahead of him uh, okay. to, to go back. That's in the John Morris so, time machine. So who are your four? I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, okay. I would say, I would say 
Petty, Griffin. Um, honest, I, I'll give the edge to Russell. Um, obviously, the numbers just aren't there. Terrific talent. Got hurt two years in a row as two years as a starter. But yeah. I'll put him there. And then I'll go. That's, this is where it gets tough. Because mm -hmm. I think J.J. Joe, Sean Bell, Charlie Brewer are all interchangeable to me. Um, I'll throw J.J. above. Let's go J.J. Joe. What are what are three of those four quarterbacks have in common? Would they have been all four in common if I had stuck with Charlie Brewer? Uh, yes, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say all 2010s guys playing but, in the 2010s. Yeah. So within the last 10 years, Baylor has been the mecca of a mecca. <laughs> of Notably, more than one mecca, of course. Yeah. A temple. A temple. <laughs> Of college quarterbacks. Best in the and state in that span. Best in the state. Now you have a renowned offensive coordinator and you have a good recruiting quarterback coach. And you when's the last time you had a quarterback that comes close to the caliber of the first three you mentioned, the Mount Rushmore? It's been close to a decade now. What are we like? Even Nick Florence makes a case as a top five, 10 quarterback Baylor all time. Yeah, has one of the best quarterback seasons in Baylor history for sure. And now uh, you keep losing quarterbacks. Like, again, in the last yeah. decade, Baylor's been a premier, <laughs> premier location for quarterbacks. And I get it's a completely new coaching staff. You have the whole scandal mm -hmm. and everything. But, geez. When you compare the two situations, recruiting has gone downhill. Yeah, I mean, I guess. You also, you know, horseshoe, horseshoes and hand grenades, right? But you did have Austin Novosad till like the 11th hour. No, and that, was, that and doesn't, would, that makes it worse. you picked him away from Ohio State and A&M. And, you know, I get it. It doesn't count. He's not on your roster. Okay, fine. Um, I will say part of that, you talk about a renowned offensive coordinator, and that's true. Um, but the Zach Wilson thing is a little bit of an anomaly. And I'm not saying that he didn't do good work with Zach Wilson, but to but to produce NFL quarterbacks, that hasn't necessarily been the case. It's and, and it's a reliable, violent offense. Again, that RVO, that that wide zone, that's what they want to do. That's what Grimey wants to do. He wants to run the football and control the trenches first and foremost. And to get good quarterback play after that is a bonus. They want accurate quarterback play, not gunslingers, your Spencer Rattlers, even Baker Mayfield, the beginning of his college career type of stuff. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because it's, you know, it's feast or famine, as you can see from those two examples. Oklahoma. You never know that you're in the old day, the good old days till they're gone. Wish we knew, man. Um, That's not to say I don't think it can't come back, Drake. Yeah, whatever. The yeah, numbers can't be as good. It can't. If listen, if Adam Schobel starts as a Baylor quarterback, this is huge. It's huge, man. The optimist, the truly like we I feel like we're being pretty objective in the Schobel thing. Like, all right, everybody, hold the phone for a little bit. He's really young. But if we're on the optimistic side, it's oh yeah, he's coming for sure. This is awesome. I'll give you that much. I'll give you that much. The the, the day and time, the era has returned of Baylor quarterbacks. If Schobel cool, comes. Back what to the Jared Stidham era. What do you think about this whole um, Pac-12, Big 12 stuff? Did you listen to the show the other day? I didn't, no. 
I got blocked by Tony. I got blocked by Tony. I did Alton. see that. Yeah. And I, I did see that clip. You posted a yeah. separate clip, right? On YouTube? I did. Yeah. It was that clip. It was that clip. Do you feel like BYU fans are nasty liars? You know, I don't. I don't. I've met a lot of them. Uh, yeah. We did in our trip to um, Provo. Um, I know you, uh, this is revolutionary. I know this isn't, uh, this is a hot take, but they were very nice. They were very nice and pretty level-headed so? talking football. Yeah. Really? I did huh. think they were nice. Yeah. No, no, they were, they were very nice and they knew their football. The ones we talked to anyway. So you don't think they're nasty liars? I don't. You're getting don't. blocked. You're getting blocked. I know. That's it. You're done. It sucks, man. This it whole be like that sometimes. This whole grant of rights thing. Do you find it as funny as I find it? That they've uh, all been like, hey, let's let let's do a grant of rights. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. And I think the Pac 12 situation itself is is very funny. Yeah. The entire conference at this point, I think <laughs> is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Do you want any of them at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who do you want? I'm, I mean, plain Jane. I I like the Colorado Utah. I want to play now and beat because their fans have been the worst of the worst. Uh, you mean like Twitter. nasty liars? Like almost yeah. BYU they level? suck. I don't like. I had no problem with Utah, and I still kind of don't. But I kind of want to pound them. But, Especially yeah. after we went on a Saturday, and we're like, huh, I wonder where Utah plays oh, today. Uh, that's what was so funny. Uh, this is a quick aside, right? Because I don't think we told this story, but we landed in Salt Lake City and we're there around lunchtime Chili's. because, yeah, we did go to Chili's, of course, because it's um, it was a night game in Provo. And we're like, huh, Utah must be on the road today uh, because we must be somewhere near the campus. And, uh, you know, there was not, it was empty, there was nothing to indicate that anything was going on. Um, and then we find out driving past the stadium that they were in like the third quarter of a game. Sure and enough. There's just no, and we get this, we get this all the time as a knock on, on Waco is like, you don't know that there's a game going on. I've, I've been around Waco when Baylor games been going on, um, and not at the game. You certainly know it a lot better than Salt Lake city. It yeah. looked like nobody cared that the Utes were playing a home football game. Um, and they're the ones who are like truck stop conference. Pfft. Utah. So I'd like to have them to beat them. Um, and then the Arizona's would be fun. Um, I did at one point almost go to the university of Washington. So let's, let's put them in there too. Bow That's down good, to Washington. Good, yeah. It's a good, good, uh, excuse to go to Seattle. Yep. Yeah. You know, Mighty are the men who wear the purple and the gold. It's a, it's, it's a nice color scheme. It's a good fight song. Um, yeah, it's okay. Husky stadium. Beautiful. A couple of riverfront stadiums. Only three of them in the country. There's two of them right there. The other one is uh, Oklahoma, right? I on a Waco tour. I think I told you this. Giving a Waco tour, um, give we give that stat when we go past McLean Stadium. And on that tour was a group from Knoxville, Tennessee, and one from Seattle, Washington. Wow! Oh, that. What are the odds of that? Anyway, yeah, I'd oh like to see some Pac-12 teams. Why not? I'm liking the better. Colorado deal, the Deion Sanders. That's if we don't get probably them, want kind of, that more than UConn. They're kind of flaunty honest. and stupid a little bit. The whole UConn thing. I haven't even talked about it on the show because it's just. I would love it when I eventually relocate back to New England. That would be nice to yeah, be able to, to play there every couple. Baylor of years, but... every other year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think the whole deal at this point. What do you think the odds are that the Big Twelve expands the Pac-12 teams? 
70-30. Because, I mean, there is a route that the Pac-12 still exists. It's on life support if they do what they're trying to do with whatever, San Diego State and Fresno State, Memphis or whatever the hell. Um, that's that's a Band-Aid. That's a short-term problem. That's a short-term fix, I think. Uh, so it could be a couple more years till we get some, but um, these teams are going to go somewhere. And the yeah. Big 12 is, is probably the most realistic fit. If Colorado and Utah can shoehorn themselves into the Big 10, of course they will, but I think the Big 12 is much more likely. That's Cameron Stewart from uh, Inside the Bears. Most days, yeah. <clears throat> I'm Drake Toll from Rainbowland. Lockdown Baylor's not changed to a rainbow logo, by the way. Has Twitter <laughs> come down on you for that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna come down on you. I'm gonna cancel That's true. Ass. Waiting for our social media team to uh, to make that happen for us because I can't do graphic design. Watch the Anchorage Bucks play baseball at some point this week. Look it up on YouTube. Big You'll fan, like man. it. Loved the jersey, by the way. I've been going and doing, I've been going and seeing glaciers. I got snowed on and watched a bald eagle fly over a glacier this week. God, it sounds like a John Denver song. All for what? For you just not to watch the Anchorage Bucks? Yeah. That would be crazy if people did that. This has been, it always will be. Thanks for making your first listen every single day. Locked on, Baylor.